Hi, and welcome back again to After Dinner Conversation, short stories for long discussions. I am your co-host, Colby. I'm your co-host, Jeremy. Uh, I am a co-host. Is there a such thing as three co-hosts? I am, Tri-coast? I am a sidekick, Jessica. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> uh, and today uh, we are talking about the truth about Thurman. Uh, By Janine McBriarty. Yes. Yeah. McBriarty, is that? Uh, if you haven't read it yet, you should read it ideally before listening to the podcast. Um, you can get that at uh, Amazon.com. You can download it. Um, if you like this podcast, feel free to like and subscribe. If you've got a story you want to submit, go to our website, AfterDinnerConversation.com. You can submit stories. We'll read them. If we love them, then we'll be one of the ones we discuss someday. Um, and where are we at? Oh, we are at, thank you. You're welcome. At, uh, at La Guitarra, uh, where they have cat rental. Uh, no, it's not cat rental. They, uh, they, they adopt cats out, and they've always got loads of cats. Uh, we've had them, if you hear clicking and clacking in the background, it's not that Jeremy's a bad sound guy. It is that, <laughs> it is that there are loads. It's there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be, what, like 25, 30 cats in here? There's, I don't know if there's that many Maybe cats. 20. There's, there's, there's a like lot. A dozen. High teens. High teens, yeah. And uh, they, are adorable, they are adorable. And you can come pay to sit and be with them and have them knock your stuff off the table or sit yeah. on your laptop. So if you're missing a cat, and you want to come and hang out, and you can... Uh, yeah, and they're super nice to let us stay here. This is our yes. eighth or ninth episode here. It's really nice of them. Glad you can count. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> losing count. I've, I was like, it's, it, like, I don't know how the people are like, I've done 200 episodes. I'm like, how would you even remember that, dude? Because uh, they write it down. They, they write, write it down. down. <laughs> yeah. It's this thing called pen and paper. God, I should totally try that. Uh, okay, so for the people who haven't read The Truth About Thurman, uh, Jessica, would you like... I'm oh, sorry, Jeremy. Yes. I don't, just gave, don't I gave Jessica a heart attack because <laughs> she hadn't prepped to do a summary. No. Jeremy has prepped to do the summary. So, Jeremy... Yes. What Jeremy is, does good summaries, he you does. guys. What is the, well, tell we'll us about The to, Truth About Thurman okay, for the, the truth people about who didn't, Thurman. You didn't read it. So, as the story opens, our protagonist, Captain Thurman, waits to see his commander... Uh, when he's ushered in, they begin discussing the events that lead up to the capture, or that led up to the capture of two American soldiers and the ultimatums from their captors. Apparently, the jihadi captors want the military or the government to pick which soldier will die and which will be released. Uh, during these scenes, Captain Thurman also displays several odd moments of misogyny, or uh, what's the other term? Um, misogyny? No, no, no. Uh, oh. Anyways, yeah. Um, they discuss the characteristics of the two soldiers, presumably to find out um, the potential fallout of watching either of them be murdered by the jihadists. Um, first soldier, Whitcomb, is gay. The second, uh, Chandler, is a Jewish woman. I feel like this is a math problem. Right. The commander suggests that either way, someone will be offended and brings up the movie Sophie's Choice, saying that no matter who they choose, the jihadis will most likely kill, kill them both. So the best thing they can do is ignore the request and work on a rescue. Thurman is unhappy with this response and spends the next 48 hours cleaning and repainting his apartment uh, while watching Sophie's Choice and trying not to think about the torture and violent end the two soldiers would undoubtedly face uh, as intelligence operators are unable to locate them for a rescue. So once completed with the remodel of his apartment uh, and the movie, Thurman agrees with his command that his commander is correct. To be chosen as the insignificant one would be another torture. Oh, you pulled that quote right from the story. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It's a synopsis. No, I know, but that's like a direct <laughs> quote. That's, a good, that's awesome. All of this culminates with the reveal that Thurman and Chandler were engaged and uh, he wonders if telling the commander that she was pregnant would have made any difference. 
Uh, the story ends with Thurman shooting himself just as news reports the videos of the soldiers' executions have been released. Okay. So it's a real lighthearted story. Yes. Right. <laughs> as yeah. they all are. Uh, doesn't he paint his entire house black or something? Yeah. Black uh, over velvet. all the mirrors? Velvet. He, yeah. Did he paint it? I, I know thought, he was. Well, he was he replacing everything with velvet. Black velvet. Everything, yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, like covering all the mirrors and stuff is uh, is a Jewish tradition yeah. when somebody passes away. Um, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, you have thoughts when you read it? Uh, I, I mean, the the topic they bring up is really good. Uh, the idea that to choose again, Sophie's Choice is a great example to bring yeah, into the story. Nuts. I can't think of the name of the term. That of the term. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. I was thinking toxic masculinity. That was the other toxic term. Toxic masculinity. Oh, oh, the the, um, the 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 commander guy. Yeah, he was kind yeah. of. Well, even Thurman. They're yeah. both a little. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Steeped in that. Um, the but this I, I feel like the story is pretty well written. You you do get the characters' motives and you know their thoughts in this, and it it's an interesting perspective. Uh, the, the question that asked is very hard to answer. How do you choose? Hobson's choice. <laughs> Hobson's choice. Yeah, that's the, that's the, if you're Wikipediaing something, Hobson's choice is the thing you Wikipedia. And then Sophie's choice is the, the movie. movie that's roughly based on it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, that's okay. I'm going to forget. No, and isn't there, uh, they bring that up in Rick and Morty. She has to choose oh, which yeah. of the... <laughs> I don't watch it, guys. Rick and Morty is really uh, good. Oh, it's really good. Whatever. Uh, so I'll tell you one of the things I really liked about this story is it's not particularly long. It's, you know, five, six pages. You can read it, you know. In a sitting. In, in not long. Uh, and, and it is kind of a one-trick pony, right? It's the, it's, it's right. the what do you do in, this, in Sophie's Choice or Hobson's Choice scenario. But it doesn't, like, it doesn't stretch it out into 35 pages to ask me one question, <laughs> right? And I right. really appreciated that, that I could be like, yeah, just give me, like, the sketch. Here's of, the scenario. Give me the sketch and give me the choice and let me have something that I can decide what I think about it. Uh, and I and I I did appreciate that it was both did something interesting and did it in a, in a brief way, so I didn't feel like I, you know I don't need to know what color right and too much character development yeah it's and, I, and for this kind of thing I don't think you necessarily need too much of that yeah yeah in, in the same ways I I I agree I think the story does um, in a very you know limited amount of space give us kind of a scenario for us to mull over um, it did remind me I I. I do want to say before moving on that Sophie's Choice is a fantastic novel and does a ton of character development and it's heartbreaking oh, sure. and it makes you cry at the end. I haven't even seen the movie. The movie I'm is just, um, I, also I, I really skimmed good. the Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Well, I'll just, watch it at some point. I'm just saying character development isn't bad, but I think for the purposes yeah, of, yeah. of like discussing uh, a really interesting moral problem. It also reminded me of um, Black Mirror. like Just like the concept of like so I have trouble watching Black Mirror, so I don't watch. I think I've. You have to give me a background. I don't know. Oh, don't Black know Mirror is a show on. I mean, I'm Netflix. Talking about but I thought they were all individual one-off episodes. They right, are. Right. So you can't just say it reminds me of Black Mirror. Which yeah, episode? Because I have to know which yeah. episode. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I think Black. I, the reason why it reminds me of Black Mirror in general is because I think at the end of Black Mirror, perhaps. Uh, and my personal fault in this, I didn't realize that it is really sets you up to have these kind of same after dinner conversation discussions, right? It, oh, that's exactly what Black Mirror is. But yeah. I yes. have such a hard time just digesting the content that I don't watch it because it's too horrifying. Uh, and I'm a horror writer. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, find, I yeah. find it funny that I just realized sitting here like, 
That's exactly <laughs> what Black Mirror's doing. Uh, the other one is Love, Death, and Robots on HBO. Also, yeah, same thing. Super where each short. episode is oh. short. It's like eight to fifteen minutes. It's animated, really? and yeah. it's really just like a here's like a one trick one pony sort of story. Right. Oh. But the trick is always really good. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Colby, one of the things that you said was that you like the story because it set up the situation and gave you um, something to think about uh, on what what choice you would have made in the situation. Yeah. So, well, what was what what did did you disagree or did you agree with what happens in the end? So, yeah, I took a different tact. Um, so, when I see these sort of situations, I I am of the opinion, and this is tangential to the story a little bit. Uh, in that when you pay a, um, a kidnapper, wow, holy cat fight. Uh, over the bathroom, yeah. of course. Again. Again, over the bathroom with the litter box. <laughs> uh, when you pay a kidnapper, you're telling people you should probably kidnap. When you pay a, a pirate who steals a ship to get your ship back, you're telling them they that should probably. Okay. Right. Like, uh, if being the sort of. You're not, establishing a norm. Yeah, you're establishing that it's, it's, it's worth doing. Wow. Again, we're, we're in a, <laughs> in a cat, in a cat, cat lounge. Yeah. There's cats. Yeah. Uh, and so I think even in this kind of case, like if you're doing it quote unquote right, if the person says, look, we've got two people and we're going to kill one of them, I think you, you smart bomb the building that both of them are in. Oh, and you're like, look, uh, we well, know but we could, but they couldn't I know. locate the building. But, or oh, or yeah. in the case of the right. kidnappers, or in the case of the pirate ship, if somebody's like, how much will you give us for the pirate ship? You blow up your own ship, right? And you're like, just so you're not clear, you will never, never. make money doing this. So, so, and then you never, then you don't get elected president again. Make <laughs> 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 also be clear. Colby is not running for president. No. Um, so I, 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 I think that's a very interesting approach. So it's a logical approach. It's not a very like useful empathetic approach. approach. It's yeah. not an empathetic approach. Well, and and yeah, and and might be hard, especially in the in the scenario we we don't know where the mm -hmm. the kidnappers are or the um, hostages. But it is interesting when we talk about like so there is this idea that um, giving terrorists or giving people that that um, either pirates or or jihadists or, yeah. or uh, giving them airtime on like social media You're giving them exactly is what they exactly want. what they want. Exactly the same so thing. So that is the payoff. And there is this idea that if we can um, squash that, if we can remove them from social media, if we can if we can you know get Twitter to do that, or if we can get YouTube to do that, that they are not getting the payoff and the recruitment that they were hoping to get by doing this. Um, but then that also. Um, represses the the horrors that are happening and yeah. represses freedom of speech. So one of the things that came up, uh, I think it was New Zealand that had a their first like mass shooter in ever. Right. Uh, and all the newspapers and the press and everyone cooperatively agreed that they would never say the name of the person. Yeah. Because right. And like, you're starting we, to see that more yeah. often now, and that's one of been one of the suggestions that psychologists or everybody has been making is don't release their name because this is. Yeah. Promoting it to other people who would be copycats and make them like, feel, I will make become them feel famous. like they're, yeah, they're famous for it. And I think yeah. I think it doesn't really go into this in the story, but I think that's why the terrorists in this story do this is they don't really care if one person or two person dies. They care if they're on the news having made the U.S. government choose yes, who dies. Absolutely. Right. And so in that sense, I, I mean, I, I, I guess that they they make they, the right they made the right choice. Right. But now, do you want to be the one to make that phone call? 
to uh, to either one of these people's right, and, parent, and that is families what... and be like, hey, we made the good choice, but bad news about your right. whatever. You know, and, the, and that is one of the things it, near the end when Thurman is thinking about all of these things, uh, specifically that comes up is who's going to tell uh, the families of right. these people right. yeah. this is what happened. So here's some, I want to, I want to throw some scenarios at you guys. All right. So would this story, ha- would it have been different if uh, it was a soldier um, a U.S. soldier and a soldier from a, a different country. Shouldn't be. I, I, I would say, though, that if it was a soldier and a non-soldier. Mm-hmm. The soldier dies. Yeah. We get that. You signed up for that. You signed up for yeah. that. Like, yes, um, you get free but still, college tuition. Th- thank you very much. For, for your service. For service. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm not saying anything but, the, you know, yeah. I think the soldier would also make that choice. Because they know um, what they signed up for. Right. 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 Um, uh, would it be any different if it was somebody with an outstanding service record and um, what's his face? The def- what, who is the defector? Hi, this is Colby and you are listening to After Dinner Conversation, short stories for long discussions. But you already knew that, didn't you? If you'd like to support what we do at After Dinner Conversation, head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash after dinner conversation. That's right. For as little as $5 a month, you can support thoughtful conversations like the one you're listening to. And as an ad incentive for being a Patreon supporter, you'll get early access to new short stories and ad-free podcasts, meaning you'll never have to listen to this blurb again. At higher levels of support, you'll be able to vote on which short stories become podcast discussions. And you'll even be able to submit questions for us to discuss during these podcasts. Thank you for listening, and thank you for being the kind of person that supports thoughtful discussion. Because they know um, what they signed up for. Right. Right. Um, uh, would it be any different if it was somebody with an outstanding service record? And um, what's his face? The def- what, who is the defector? Burr, 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 Halt, Burr. It's someone who defected. Yeah. yeah. So, somebody who defected from... From the United States Army. So to me, uh, and this is why I think it's, this part I didn't care for the story, the idea that one person is gay, one person is a Jewish woman. I don't care. Like, you don't, you're not yeah. worth more or less because you're gay or a Jewish woman or whatever. Like, I don't care about that. I think there's but I an, think, I, I think they were doing that to begin that discussion. How do you choose? Yeah. You know, what are right. all the factors? Uh, and the commander says, it doesn't matter, you know who you choose somebody's sure. going to be upset sure. so the only choice is to not make a choice i i think it's interesting so i think the 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 writer did that intentionally to kind of lead us down this idea of evaluating soldiers right. uh with like pro and con lists um yeah. and then didn't go the story didn't go that route which i thought was obviously really good that would make me very uncomfortable um but I not that being uncomfortable is a bad thing. I love to be uncomfortable, but the but <laughs> that we uh, we can we to send us down that route of pro and con, and then just say like it doesn't really matter. Um, we we don't negotiate. Right. Um, but I do think about that pro and con list. Like, would it have made a difference it had he said that, that she, she was, was pregnant. pregnant? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I that might have to me actually. Really? Because, yeah, because here's. Yeah, because I, then an innocent civilian. 
I guess. But, but here's that's the thing: innocent fetus. It's a clump of cells. But yeah, no, I know. But and I and I understand that that's. But but I just feel like it has the ability to become a person. It's a whole thing. Like I, uh, yeah, I don't know why that would have mattered to me. Huh. The thing that was disappointing to me in the. And, and I think it was written to be disappointing to me. It wasn't that the writing was disappointing. Was that the military was interested in which one was the worst story. And so their reason for non-participation wasn't for the reasons we're discussing. Mm. It was, well, it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a gay person and it's a Jewish woman. But if the person hadn't been gay and had just been a Jewish woman, they're like, oh, well, the fallout would be less... Like, the only reason they did right. nothing the is because scenario? the scale was balanced oh, okay. in the PR fallout. All right, all right. Not because of what we're discussing, which what is, is like, a life is a life is a right. life. Right, right. Um, unless you've signed up for it. Unless you've sort of stepped forward in whatever form that you do. Right. Um, and so that part, I think, falls into that sort of toxic masculinity. Right. It just shows the government is just it's, as the sort of blanket, inept, PR-related entity, right? Right. What's the best of the worst-case scenarios? Right. Well, and, uh, you know, I think there, the, the line that you read in your summary, Jeremy, about... Um, to be, be thought less. To be thought less. Yeah. I also found that it was an interesting assumption that the jihadists wouldn't say, like, oh, they picked you, right? I'm going to, you know, I'm going to kill this person and kill them. And then be like, just kidding. They picked the other person and kill yeah. them. Like, right. there's that, the idea to force that... To the why they to make a choice. <laughs> exactly. Well, because the PR goal is for them to have made a choice. Right. Not that we follow through on your choice. Right. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, and, and yeah, I think that... Uh, so so yeah. one thing I didn't understand about this story, and I, don't, I think it served the story perfectly fine, it just didn't make any sense to me, is the, the, the main character, uh, Captain Thurman, why he kills himself at the end. Like, ob obviously because he's... Uh, there's the Jewish woman that he's, in, Who's he's engaged, engaged to. to. Like, I get that. But, like, people's, people's engaged die all the time. But yeah. he doesn't want to see her beheading. Sure. I Don't watch that YouTube channel. I'm totally down uh, for that. <laughs> well, what? But I, so I, 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 don't, I don't know why he just killed. I don't know why he killed himself at the end. So I, I, um, I don't think it's because he doesn't want to see her beheading. Not that he wants to see me. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was because he didn't tell the person in charge that he knew her. So I wonder if it is this deeper. So it there is some hints throughout the story of this kind of personal struggle to have uh, a relationship, and there's like the the relationship right. with like I know, a cat whisperer. I, I have a cat that's sitting on my story. I can't I can't reference it, so I'm gonna have to go from uh, from memory. It has a pink bow tie on. It's very cute. Um, so from memory, there's like a there's a medal that's right. He has a triathlon medal. Oh, it's a triathlon medal encased in, in plexiglass, plexiglass on the mantle, and that's it. And the relationship with the mother is a little odd. Um, right. He his decision to get married seems to be based on that there is a medal there, and it would look good with a diamond ring. I don't know. I it was is it's a little it's right. A li so I don't wonder if he has just a very difficult time interacting with people interacting in general with people in general and then he finally finds somebody that he is in love with and then he can't act in a way to save her and withheld information and living with that is too yes. hard this idea that i was involved in the decision and i did nothing and she dies and therefore it's it's, it's his fault it's his fault okay i, I think, can see that i also think that 
had he been doing this right, and, and maybe he'd even have an obligation to, I don't know anything about the military, he should have told somebody. Like, he shouldn't have even been in those rooms, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, like, he should have been like, hey, by the way, I'm engaged this person. And they'd be like, we understand. Yeah. Um, we're going to show you to the other room. Yeah. We have somebody that's going to fill your place for you. Yeah. You're not, this is not your problem anymore. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't serve the story to do that. Well, and Correct. I, what I would say is that, oh, how to put this? Oh, you're you trying to not get yourself in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. Don't be a disappointment to your daughter. Don't be a disappointment to your daughter. <laughs> I think a lot of white dudes think that they can act in a way that is unbiased. In those situations. Uh, in those situations. Right. Because that's like the manly thing to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Going back to um, that idea that we were talking about with like toxic masculinity, we hear, you know, uh, he says some things that come from a place of, of toxic masculinity. Sure. Um, that is, it may, to me, he says, I can, and he acts without bias for the most part, right? Like Until he, he blocks himself in a room by himself, right? But right. in public, he's, he's, yes. He's compartmentalizing and. Right. And he thinks, and, and this idea that, and to go back to that idea of toxic masculinity, it is a, a societal problem that we do not allow men to say like, hey, this is going to personally affect me. I'm going to recuse myself, right. right? And we don't let we don't let men do that. If if women do it, um, and we allow women to do that, we absolutely do. We also think that's very weak, right? We're like, oh, she, yeah, man up, man, exactly, <laughs> yeah. man up, man <laughs> up, man up, grow a pair, right? Yeah. Um, and so perhaps with the the you know maybe what we can say is that um, the the end of the story is perhaps a, a a bit of a statement of the effect of toxic masculinity, this idea that you must be brave, you must be unbiased, and at the end it will kill you. Good luck, white dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think, I, but that's, I don't know where I saw this from, but uh, it, might, it may have been a Simpsons episode, I don't know. But, uh, but somebody's like, somebody's having a conversation with an old, crusty old guy, and he said, I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, you swallow that down. And you swallow it, and you swallow it, and you swallow it. And, you swallow it. and he's like, really, Grandpa? And he's like, yeah. And then you get cancer in your stomach and you die. <laughs> that's because, absolutely from The Simpsons. I totally remember that yeah, episode. And it's like, but, that's, but I think that is part of that, that culture of toxic masculinity. Yes. Of yeah. like, I'm going to internalize and internalize and internalize too much because I have some societal to obligation to take that on silently. Right. Right. And be like the, the cowboy in the West or yes. whatever. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, man, I had a hard day or I just I saw a Hallmark commercial <laughs> and it made me cry. God, that Sarah McLaughlin song. Uh, <laughs> we, were, we went to the Musical Instrument Museum last night and I'm watching this thing on the thing and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Colby cried totally. at the, the. I totally cried at the musical instrument museum. Well, there was a, a really great exhibit about um, the kids. I don't. It was Paraguay, where kids were making uh, oh, yeah. instruments from trash. Literally uh, going through a trash heap and, and then like banging out That's and like cool. getting like getting a cans beautiful and violin and that cello. That's they played better than you in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, Barlow. No, yeah. yeah, but out, yeah. out of a gas can, by the way. <laughs> and then I cried during a Maori wedding ceremony, which I've seen that video literally a thousand times on YouTube. And, and still, still cried. cried. But very socially acceptable for me to boo-hoo through but the But not museum, for me. But not for Colby. Yeah. Definitely not. I don't mind crying, actually. I feel like that's how you know you're alive. Like, if, you, if you've had a good cry, that's how you're like, you know what? Like, I, I still am able to feel things that make me cry. I wish that I was more okay with crying. I'm not. But I cry all the freaking time. <laughs> all the time. Hallmark commercials, trailers to really terrible movies. 
Yeah. Cry all the time. I cry all the time. Yeah. My daughter loves to stare at me while, while you're I crying. cry. Yeah, my wife does the same thing. She's like, are you crying? And I'm like, of course I am. I cry at everything. Shut up. Uh, you should watch Grave of the Fireflies. <gasps> no, you shouldn't. Right. That was like the first movie Jeremy recommended to me when we first met, and I never will forgive him for right. it. Yes. Anything else about this story you want to discuss? Uh, uh, one of your questions. Yeah, one of the questions. Uh, was there one that you liked you wanted to discuss a little bit? Discuss, because it reminded me, you said... Hobson's uh, Choice, I did find it. Hobson's Choice. You to do something about should there be a criteria? Should there be a pecking order of who gets saved first? Oh, yeah. For me, it's just you're in the military or right. not in the military. Okay, but what, what about on no, the no. Titanic? But what oh, this sorry. reminded me of, yes. uh, to reference, is the uh, Radio Lab. Uh, or This American Life. There's one of those. They all uh, run together. Uh, about the hospital in New Orleans during the <gasps> Katrina. Oh, yeah. Where, because of the fallout of this hospital, they, the medical community has developed a process to who, a process to choose oh. who gets saved. Who gets taken out of the hospital in the event there's a limited amount of time to yes. do it. Yes. Yeah, I'm really glad it's medical personnel who make that choice. But it has to be made. Right. And here's the other one that I think has come up as well is uh, the concern about self-driving cars. That if, they've got, if they're given a, a choice, oh. you're now relinquishing that choice of like, kid runs in front of the street, person on the side of the street riding a bicycle, right. and the car is now going to make this choice of which is more right. valuable, or which has the higher percentage chance of safety or whatever. Right. And do we want to remove these Hobson's choices from our driving process? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. One, I'm gonna take one quick tangent, yeah. uh, just because I, I totally forgot about the questions. Uh, are there times <laughs> when it's when you think when not a life or death Hobson's choice, just the sort of you get one or you get neither, where it is okay to say I'll take one, oh, like like you can have pie or cake, but you can't have both. Well, okay, so and when you take it away from the life or death scenario. Oh, uh, I mean that's easy. Yes, the answer is yeah, yes. Generally. The answer is cake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless it's a cream pie. Is it a cream pie? Because we can we can have a different discussion. Okay. But yes. But the, I, that's yeah. our next podcast. <laughs> pie or cake? Pie or cake? Pie or death? <laughs> or cake, or, cake or death? Cake or death? Yeah. A cake. Uh, one, uh, I'm gonna go one other question for you then. What about if you're the 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 general guy or the guy making those decisions, and one of them is a family member, one of the people that captures a family member? Don't you recuse Do you, uh, yourself? You recuse you yourself. Absolutely should. Well, okay, but so if you're asking me, yeah. as like, do you, do you are you do you still take the moral oh, high ground, here, or, do will, you, or do you say I like, will, I will give you a scenario uh, that is 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 similar, but maybe not exact. Okay. Uh, San Diego is where I'm from, and it, it well not where I'm from from, but this is where I live, and you we get uh, riptides. All the time. Oh, yeah. So my husband was with me, and he his best friend was visiting from Kentucky, um, and we were swimming, and we were caught in a riptide. And, yep. Oh wow. And so I had the That's choice like from a movie. Yeah, it, riptides are actually very common, and they're super easy to you get just out swim of. Sideways. You swim, just don't panic. You swim parallel to yeah. the beach until you're out of the riptide, and then you swim in. You don't panic, Alex. Uh, <laughs> Did Alex panic and try to swim against the riptide? Well, so both um, – I don't think either of them understood that they were in a riptide. I think oh. that if you've never been in a riptide before, you don't necessarily – and I hadn't either, but I am a swimmer, so I was confident in the, yeah. in the water. Um, and so I had this choice to stay with them and try to help them get to the beach or get to the beach myself. 
Um, and I knew, like I was close enough to them, and I did tell them that they were in a riptide. Like I did. And they should swim sideways. I, I did, but I don't think they quite understood, understood or then. maybe believed. I don't know. Um, and so I had to make this choice of whether I tried to stay with them, and I. Hundred thousand percent picked myself. I uh, <laughs> I swam parallel to the beach and swam in. I passed a lifeguard on the way. Like, in. By the way, my husband's out there dying. <laughs> I saved myself so that I could come here and tell you my yes. husband's out there dying. Yes. I told them, but their toxic masculinity is keeping them out <laughs> I there. Don't think they were unwilling that. to listen to me because I'm a woman. Think it was bad, I tried to get the guy next to me who was a man to tell him it was a riptide, <laughs> and they, he wouldn't do it. I thought they might listen to him. Um, but it was one of those moments where I got to the beach and it was interesting because I think before that situation, I always thought that I would I'm, help them. I'm very much, uh, I love other human beings. I'm, I'm very into other humans. I think we're all so amazing. And I thought for sure I would, I would try to save that person. And I was like, nope, me first. I, I will, uh, I will save myself. And I knew there, you know, there is extenuating circumstance. I knew there was a lifeguard on duty. I knew they, she could come out and, and, and save them. By the way, she did not and, have and to And did you think in. to yourself, like, 90% chance they'll figure this out? I'm going to go swim for sure. I don't know that I even thought 90%. I thought maybe 70%. 70%. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the odds are still good. Odds are yeah. still odds good. Odds are still in your favor. Right? Yeah. So I will say, so I've made that kind of choice in real life, and it was not the choice I thought I would make. Hmm. Oh, there you go. Uh, you are listening to After Dinner Conversation with myself, with Jeremy, with Jessica. We've had a great time talking about our Hobson's choice in the story, uh, The Truth About Thurman. I think we've decided that Jessica is uh, willing to let her family die. <laughs> Not my family, just my husband, guys. Just your husband. Uh, <laughs> Um, and, I love uh, you, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I would not let you die. Uh, and that because Jeremy has once served in the military, we let him die first. Yes. Um, yeah. Because you, you signed Great. up for life, right? You're always, <laughs> once you signed up, you're for, for life, you're the first one to go. Oh, I didn't think about yeah. that, but absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we're letting him die first. Um, <laughs> And we're here in uh, La Guitarra with cats, uh, having a great time. We heard a couple of them getting a little disagreement over uh, something. They probably had a Hobson's choice about the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets? You either get one litter box or you get no litter box. Uh, and uh, yeah, and if you enjoyed this uh, as much as we enjoy doing them, please like and subscribe. We have a heck of a great time doing it. And we're glad that you're watching, and that allows us to continue doing it. Uh, next week we have another story. Uh, you have the email with the story. The list. Alpha Die Shirt Factory. Oh, the Alpha Die Shirt Factory. Yeah, this is this is this is uh, I can't tell if it's a comedy or a tragedy. Uh, we'll see. But what the story <laughs> is, a fire breaks out. Okay, it's a tragedy. Uh, out at a garment factory, and one worker has to make a life or death choice. Uh, so join us uh, next week, and uh, we'll have that discussion, and we'll 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 probably pick on each other a little bit more, and pet some cats, and have a great old time. Uh, thank you for joining us. Bye. <laughs>